We are I. When I was young playing sports, I felt alone in a certain way of thinking. I felt isolated that I felt certain things or certain thoughts were going through my mind. And they were never they were never talked about by any of my coaches, whether that be through, you know, indoor soccer, whether it be through baseball, you know, whether that be through ultimately what I loved and enjoyed so much um, and played so frequently was football. And especially football like this, I could see the window in in the other sports where this might be um, talked about a little bit more, but definitely not in the football world. But the the value I see now about listening to all these podcasts and interviews of professional athletes across the board in all different sports and modalities and just and all different levels, you know, from amateur to semi-pro, pro, Olympians, like everything. Like listening to some of these athletes talk now have been eye-opening to me and how valuable it would have been to listen to these people talk when I was young playing sports. Now, what I'm referring to specifically here is being nervous like I remember when I first started playing, you know, going up to bat, being like, how the fuck am I going to hit this ball? And just every time that I seen somebody else, you know, hit a ball or, you know, not miss a throw or not miss a catch, even though I watch other people do these same things, but I always felt like, you know, I was, I wasn't good enough or I just didn't, I wasn't, you know, fulfilling my obligation in this to the team. And, you know, like this is from somebody who, when I was, very young, starting off my baseball career that, you know, I won MVP of my team. But I just never felt like that I had what it took because I had all these thoughts of doubt going through my mind. You know, but then speed this up to when I ultimately started playing football in junior high school, is that like, how hard it was. Like just the absolute death struggle, you know, like two or three hour practices in Southern Alberta heat and doing piggybacks to the sugar bowl, running hills, you know, with all of your gear on, you know, all of this crazy shit. And then you get to games and, you know, you get hit and you get hit in the forearm and your forearm hurt and like you get hit in the thighs and you couldn't walk in, you know, your coaches would just tell you to you know, toughen up and, you know, just get hit enough times that you build up the tolerance. Of course, when you get hit a few times, it's going to get hurt, but you got to get hit so many times that you become comfortable with that pain. You know, and and just the speed of the game and slowing it down and just like, you know, going in front of a new team on a new field and a new house and, you know, traveling all around, you know, Alberta and then down into the States and just realizing that 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 nervousness never really went away and you know nobody ever talked about it and it always made me feel and understand at that point in time that I just didn't have what it took because it didn't seem like anybody else was experiencing these same things that I was you know and for me you know being 
holding the position that I did and being responsible for running the ball, getting very important yards, you know, like strategically putting yourself on the on the field. Then also, I didn't just play halfback. I've also played, you know, linebacker positions when I needed to. I ran the ball. I blocked on special teams. You know, I played DB. I did all these things, you know, and in every role in football is just like any other sport is, you know, high pressure. You know, you need to perform. If you don't perform, you get exposed. And when you get exposed, you get picked on and then your team loses for sure. But I just, I never felt like I stacked up because I didn't, I didn't, it's not that I couldn't tough it out. It's just, I never, I never felt like I could get past all of these things. Like, you know, there was so many times when I would get hit so hard and the pain was agonizing and I would legitimately be crying on the field, feeling like just the weakest little bitch because the pain was just so excruciating. And then snap. And then the whole world goes blank. You got to run that ball. And it get hit again. And like you get up and like your legs won't move and you can't walk. And you know, you're just, you want to come off the field just for one play of a break, but you can't. Then you look at everybody else being more of a man than you. And you know, you got these tears rolling down your cheeks and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, why are you being such a bitch? You know, but listening to some of these professional athletes now and talking and like high level, you know, like top of their game in their sport. You know, especially listening to some of these UFC fighters, you know, who are actual world champions. Talking about how when they're in the locker room before, paralyzed with anxiousness and vomiting in the bathroom, knowing that they have to walk down, you know, like that runway to that cage, knowing that they're going to get locked in there. Or standing in there, you know, listening to, you know, all of the fans and all the lights and the announcements and across from that other guy and just being you know, like riddled with anxiousness. But fuck, I never, you don't see that in like any of these guys. I don't see it. It's the same reason why I didn't see it in my teammates back then. But man, if, if people would have talked about these things, like what they talk about them now, knowing that you can go through all of this and still be extremely high functioning in, you know, crazy sports like the UFC, or, you know, professional football players or any of these, you know, different sports, just knowing that other people went through these same experiences, man, that would have been valuable. I feel like it would have unlocked a little bit more potential in my, you know, in my athletic performance, just knowing that like, hey, this is normal, like everybody goes through this and just not trying to, to you know, bury it or being so confused by it or feel like you're letting your team down by knowing that you still can function at an extremely high rate of performance, knowing that these things are still going through your mind. You know, listening to, you know, military guys talk about just once you get past that hump, it's great, but just knowing that the first time they went beyond the wire, you know, going out into battle, you know, that some people have experienced all these same things but just knowing that you know other people have experienced them or you know that it's okay because then when you come out after the fact you feel like you're not so buried in you know mental health issues which you know like a lot of these things are like I remember when I played football and one of like our coaches who happened to be you know a coach for a running game so he was like my direct coach 
played for the Calgary Stampeders. He would practice with us with no gear on just to toughen up. And when he would be pissed off at me, he would make me be his fullback. He would run behind me, grab me by the back of the jersey, smash me into other kids and say like, like this is the intensity. Like, this is how you need that. And it's like, well, yeah, like that's fucking great. You know, but that started when I was in grade eight. So, you know, it's not that I couldn't have done that. It's just that the difference between that and some of the things that were going through my mind were a big fucking difference. Like there was a lot of real estate between those two. You know, but just knowing that if under the right leadership, you know, if a guy like that would have took me aside and just said, you know, like, hey, man, you like sometimes, you know, you get hit so fucking hard that you can't help the tears run down your cheeks, but you can still do it. You know, sometimes during these practices when, you know, you're when you can't lift up your face mask fast enough to be able to vomit that you puke all over the inside of your helmet, that shit's happened to everybody. You know, when you walk out on that field and, you know, you have all those middle linebackers telling you that their goal is to hurt you and hunt you down for the next four quarters. Good. Good. Face them. You know, because you can excel at that. You can outrun them. You have the speed. This is the evasive tactics that you should deploy to be able to get around them. This is what you should do. It would have been helpful. Very helpful. Not that... Not that it was the whole piece of the pie, but it was, or the whole pie, but it was a piece of the pie. And I feel like that this is the difference between now and then is you have extremely high functioning people being like, you know what, this, this shit sucks for everybody sometimes. You know, like I know a lot of people in extremely high functioning positions, especially in business that, you know, I see them be crippled sometimes. But you would never really know that when they step out into the arena of life. Because a lot of them have found these places where they can go and they can retreat and they can let it all go. And this is key, I think. This is very key. And it's one of the parts that's nice about the internet and, you know, the messages that people are putting out is that we can understand some of these things and realize that this is all just a part of the human experience. And sometimes it sucks. And sometimes you have to push through that. But knowing that that happens to almost everybody, pretty much every everybody, I would say everybody who's willing to admit it, that there's commonality there. There's a place, uh, there's some real estate that we can all stand on. So hats off, internet, there's a, a check mark in your win column. Although there's very few on that side. There's definitely a check mark in the wind column there.